1: Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock.
2: All right, folks, welcome to Auto Talk Radio. Brendan's looking at me like, you're going to talk? You were waiting, huh?
3: I was. You were I...
2: scared. I was talking, and the mics weren't on yet. No, huh? no,
3: no. I, I was worried because I was like, I know the on-air button's not working again because the batteries died again. So, oh,
2: gotta... oh, the light. I did look at that, and then you said in my ear, "You're on, you're live." So yeah, I was so. like, oh, Something's broken in the studio again.
3: <laughs> what a surprise! <laughs>
2: it's all good. Well, you you guys put one of those little remote control LED lights in there, right?
3: Hey, we're in the most high-tech radio station in San Diego, so you know we try. It's probably true. Be- no, it's not true at all. Are You kidding me? <laughs> My gosh, iHeartRadio is like so beautiful inside there. You, if you look in there, it's the highest thing in the world. We are still in caveman well, territory over here.
2: So. I've never been in their studios, but the uh, uh the um the um, um the ones that have KSOn theirs are all brand new, also from like three years ago. So I thought that
4: was. I thought that was the same studio. No, no. They're
3: they're oh. called Odyssey they're the or Intercom. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 they're
2: across the street from each other.
3: Oh, okay. I like the design of it a little bit. It looks like a little like medieval cave inside like as the design of everything. Are you talking but about
2: for, for- Just the
3: outside. Just the outside. Stuff. Oh, it looks oh like, no,
2: because their studio, they have uh, um, at least John and, and Tammy, because I'm good friends with them, and I've been in there when they do the- uh, the St Jude thing cuz we've yeah. sponsored it before mm-hmm. uh, the West Automotive Group has and uh the windows are all i mean they, they open they they must have 30 feet of open windows overlooking San Diego. It's be- well how how much better is it to be on the radio live and you can see everything that's going on outside? I mean what how beautiful is that? It's,
3: it's nice but you also have to keep in mind that it's not very soundproof like so sometimes well, I you'll think hear they have, an echo but they know. have
2: three levels of windows.
3: Yeah, so, you know it, it How depends. do you echo
2: through through windows unless a bird hits it head on at you? <laughs> WHAP <laughs> All good. I know what you mean though, but yes, I, I understand. And also it's it's hard to um obviously in the studio we put this soundproofing stuff on the wall. It's not only soundproofing, it keeps sound from bouncing around too, which inside there. So you don't get an echo chamber, right? Right. Correct. Right, right. See, I'm I've been doing this a while now. <laughs> yeah. I was right. looking back. It's been quite a while, like like nine years now for radio. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing automan thing <laughs> now for like seventeen years, eighteen years on uh on the news.
3: So two thousand and four sounds like somewhere yeah, around there. Geez, so, so,
2: yeah. Actually I think it was two thousand and three to be honest with
3: you. So nineteen nineteen
2: Oof. years. Yeah. I don't I don't keep track of stuff like that very well. I, well, like, and I keep track because I started actually. So there's a lot of history with the auto man thing. I started yeah. the auto man um, on when it was Fox. 6. You don't even remember. I can't even I can't even remember what I quit smoking because I, <laughs> I didn't even keep track of that. Yeah. I
4: didn't really care about it.
2: <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it's been a long time, though. It went from Fox six to the CW to uh, now Fox, the CW and Fox five. I'm on both of those also. Right. So I'm just all over the place. Right, right. I'm feeling special today. Good for you. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Hey, the garden guy said I'm amazing. <laughs> Not only because I'm the auto man, because I've kept a Ming plant alive You're for amazing. three, three that weeks. That does make you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> I got a Ming plant from them and I've kept it alive for three weeks. Alright, folks, we're talking automotive stuff today. Anything you want to talk about, give us a call one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. A lot going on in the automotive world these days. Cars keep breaking for some reason. That's a good thing. Everything well, breaks I don't think people that own cars think that's a good thing, but 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 uh yeah, that's why we're still around, is cause cars keep breaking, right? Yeah. It is well, what it it's, is it is <laughs>
4: So we'll see what we're going to go through again because the gas the, the 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 gas prices. I'm already seeing people wanting to get rid of their SUVs. It seems like that we were starting to buy SUVs again, and now it seems like this is going to be a turn to throw everybody back to buying new cars. Maybe this is you know maybe this is part of the
2: auto manufacturers uh, deal here. Exactly. Ex- they they well, shift you back and I, I forth from buying cars. I <laughs> no, I don't think so. But there are some uh, things in the automotive news that uh, we can cover this morning for sure. Um, the, the, the couple recall lists going on right now. Cadillac cruise control needs sensor reboot for uh, thirteen to nineteen Cadillac ATSs and fourteen to nineteen CTss and thirteen to sixteen SRxs. Why? What happened there? Uh, well, I'll tell you real quick. Let's let's dive into this. As far as that goes, the bulletin applies to these that I just read off. customer may see an adaptive cruise temporarily unavailable message when attempting an active cruise control. Other possible messages might include park assist symbols unavailable, lane departure warning unavailable, and rear auto braking. So it sounds like the system doesn't. It just doesn't work. It just do not activate. Some, yeah.
4: Well, that's good. I mean, it's not nothing that's going to make you wreck or anything like that. So.
2: Well, no, but the lane departures not working, warning, and it's not actually working, and you depart your lane into the side of the wall or something. <laughs> okay, that became,
4: but we really should be keeping our eyes on the road anyways. Okay? And your
2: hands on the steering wheel.
4: Okay, even when Tesla came out with their, uh, their what, what was the mode they called it? Uh, manual mode or whatever? Yeah. Autopilot or whatever?
2: That's that a doesn't idea. really
4: mean you should close your eyes and take a nap. No, it's not.
2: It's not like an airplane. And even <laughs> those people don't close their no, eyes. and No, you
4: still keep your eyes in the air.
2: If normal diagnostics lead to a concern that can be duplicated, and that, that can be duplicated, and there are no diagnostic trouble codes present. Perform the yaw rate sensor relearn procedure. For all you out there listening, do you know what the yaw rate sensor relearn procedure is? Probably not. Multi-axis sensor, actually. Well, I was going to say,
4: most of the time, them sensors, every car is a different relearn anyways. It is.
2: But for <laughs> this this Cadillacs, that's, you, you, we have to perform their relearn. So anyway, just bringing a little news. Uh, the adaptive cruise, temporarily unavailable, only the majority of concerns will be resolved by performing the multi-axis sensor relearn. So... And if that doesn't, then you got to perform the long-range radar lean, relearn. Radar sensor module long range programming is setup procedure and service information. So there you go. Something One, one thing about, uh, one thing about, uh, um, Cadillacs as far as that goes. All right. I tell you what we're going to do right now. We're going to take Steve and Oceanside real quick. He's got a hybrid question. What's going on, Steve?
5: Hey, w- the question I have is looking at since all the gas prices went crazy, uh, a hybrid, uh, battery car, mm-hmm. uh, Is there any way before you go buy a used one that you can tell what life is left on the battery?
2: Well, if you have this factory software, like, um, you know, you can scan them and you can look at all the battery modules to see how they're looking. So, I mean, yes, that could be done if you took it into somebody like us for a pre-purchase inspection. Um, You can check and verify as best possible. But is there any guarantee in that? No, it's tough to do. So, as long as everything looks good at that point, you know, and all the modules uh, inside the uh, uh, battery are are at full charge and and holding and looking good, then it's hard to tell. But anything can happen electrically in short order. So, does that make sense?
5: Yeah. Yeah, I just was hoping for a better answer, but I don't.
2: <laughs> you you were hoping you were hoping for a good answer. Um yeah, I yeah, no, th- it's your it...
5: answer your answer is good. And I understand what you're saying. I was just hoping there was more an absolute deal, but I I understand batteries and so when one of the cells die, then you could lose the whole battery, correct
2: correct well, one cell dies, and the battery's a problem so if you if and we can individually especially with Toyota and several others Fords, and that uh, we can individually look at the cells for inside the the hybrid batteries with with uh um the factory software that we use um so um and it will tell how they're looking so i you can sometimes see a cell that's not uh reacting as well, and you're like well. Although everything's checking out right now, this thing's going, you know, but a couple things I will tell you that, that you want to know. And, and, and that is if you're buying a hybrid car, let's say you're looking at a, let's just say a 2018 Prius, I'm just going to pick a Toyota out and and the car's four years old, right? And let's say the car's got 20,000 miles on it. That battery's probably not in good shape. And I'll tell you why. Those cars sitting or do not like to sit. The batteries do not. It's like if you left any other battery sit. So on that car, you'd like to see it's four years old that it has at least 20,000 miles a year on the car, at least because that's how those batteries stay alive is by being used. So if you're not driving that car, um, and I'll tell you this because we, we do a ton of, uh, uh, fleet vehicles and they're in the state of California bought a whole bunch of Priuses one time and some of them are like, 12 years old and they got like 12,000 miles on them and we're replacing the hybrids in them all the time because they don't charge the batteries enough so yes yeah exactly so not driving a hybrid is as bad as you know like overdriving a vehicle with four years old and 300,000 miles on it so um, that 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 is an indicator you kind of want to look at so extreme low mileage on those when they're when they're when they're uh, uh, you know several years old is not the best for the hybrid battery. So
5: factor in the price of a new battery?
2: Yeah, because on those unless they say the car's 4 years old and it's sat around a lot, we just put a brand new hybrid battery in it. And then at that point it's like a new car and you're good to go. So um, but yes, if it, if the battery's never been replaced and it's very low mileage of 4 or 5 6 years old, um, I'd be concerned about about the how long the battery's gonna last because they typically uh, um, have issues when you don't use them enough.
5: On those we'll stick with the Prius on those uh, that have two hundred thousand miles on them are they looking at other uh, problems like a normal car would have with you know a gas car oh yeah with I,
2: I, and car and things that gas cars don't have hybrid cooling system problems hybrid cooling system water pump failure problems um head, I, I, head gasket problems mm-hmm. i mean things fail on them all the time yeah electronic problems so um uh, driver information system problems there's there's a lot of different problems that come along with you
4: them you got to remember the hybrids too you got to put special tires on them for anti-static
2: for to get the right gas mileage yes, yes. so everything on them cars are set up for the gas mileage Yeah, Correct, and and they're specific. Yeah, so Kevin is right about that. A lot of hybrids have a specific design attire that has to be put on those. They're way more expensive. So um, it's things to think about when you buy it. Yep.
5: This, This is not the miracle cure for the gas prices
2: uh yeah i don't think so (laughs) i mean it 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 is you i mean you obviously use less gas as far as that goes you know we were just talking about this before we came into studio we're talking about electric vehicles also i think it's more convenience
4: (laughs) the electric vehicle well
2: and also a hybrid you don't have to stop at the gas station as much Well,
4: well that's why i'm saying it's convenience to me I think I'm still paying money here and there, but it's for my
2: convenience. And right now with gas prices, I do agree. If you're driving an electric vehicle, you're a happy person right now because you're you're not dealing with with this so much. But electricity costs are going to go up because how is electricity made, most of it produced? we a lot of natural gas right so everything's fuel related i mean one way or another you're burning it to get there so that's how they
4: have power the generators for the electric
2: companies well that's what i'm i just said yeah that's how it's produced so it has to be produced so um yeah so i i don't know that that it's the end all answer but uh yeah you know if you hit it in the right times you could be saving money
5: yeah well this I, I just can't see this lasting a long time on the gas prices,
2: so... I said I, that with COVID, Steve. I, I said...
5: <laughs> what? what the if,
6: if 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 I saw... The I, I, I,
2: I, yeah, I saw it exactly. Two weeks, flatten the curve, we'll be good to go. I saw somebody posted that on social media that said, if we all just stop driving for two weeks, we'll flatten the curve and the price of gas will go down. I was like, oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah i i don't I don't know anymore. Let's. I'm hoping though, like you, you know that that this uh, is not an all out gas inflation thing that lasts for an extended period of time. Hopefully, we 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 uh, go back the direction we came, cost wise, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'll keep my fingers crossed. You do the same.
5: You bet. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Steve. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the call. Have a wonderful, safe weekend.
1: You too. Okay. Bye.
2: Take care. Bye. So. Good questions. Good topic for sure, especially with gas prices today. I mean, ridiculous. Um, I will tell you something that goes along. I don't care what you're driving—hybrid, regular vehicle, diesel vehicle, electric vehicle, whatever. It's a good time to keep your car maintained. You save money that way, especially in gas prices now. Keep make sure your tires. I mean, simple things like make sure your tires are staring staying aired up. Don't have one flat one like uh, Brendan's got on his car out in the parking lot. Change, so. change the oil on them, keeping the oil full. To help get. I mean, the car runs better, so you get better fuel mileage. Exactly, exactly. Are you worried about your tire, Brendan?
3: No, no, I got them replaced uh, three, <laughs> two three weeks ago, I want to say. Well, you better so. take
2: that one back. I was looking at it. Oh, is it bad? No, I'm kidding you. Oh, okay. I, I, I didn't even look.
3: No, I, 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 they're brand new, so if, if anything happens, it's under warranty already. I, so. I
2: know, I'm just messing with you. I, I saw your face. You looked at me right away when I mentioned your tires, though. Brandon was thinking I left the house this morning and it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, leave
3: the stove on. <laughs> Did I leave the stove on. Anyway, all right, folks,
2: 1 888 344 1170. It's 888 344 1170. You listen to Auto Talk Radio on the answer, San Diego 1170 at 96.1 FM. We'll be right back after these messages. All right folks, welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host Brian Bowersock and the house with me is my co-host Mr. Kevin Bowersock. We are talking all things automotive. We're talking about fuel induction services and why they're so important. Let me tell you, that is one service that you should be done done yearly no matter what. I, I, your car will love you. And if you buy an electric
4: car, you won't have to do an in induction service.
2: <laughs> that is true. You would that is one service you will never do on an electric car. I don't care what happens.
4: I got to tell you that but on a hybrid, you do. They, they were putting an engine, or a motor, I should say, not an engine. They were putting an a motor and a bolt. actually consumes
2: fossil fuels.
4: And a bolt. So it was just a little electric motor. Oh, and oh. I was thinking, huh.
2: No,
4: I could put that in my buggy and just put a solar panel on the roof. Just... Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Oh, you t- yeah, the one we were replacing Yeah, it, yeah because and, yeah. it's just a little dinky thing. And you know, that thing's got a lot of torque and a lot of power to it. The, I, you know what? This is the thing. So the prime example, people ask, do we work on electric cars? We yes. work on them all the time. And so electric motor... Yeah. which is what we were replacing. And actually, we were doing that car. That car is still under warranty, but the reason we were replacing the motor was for the body shop. Accident. The car had been in a collision, and it snapped the motor housing case, was, was cracked, and it also broke the mount off the back of it, which once we dropped the subframe down to replace it is what we found out. So really, it's kind of like replacing... um Uh, a gasoline motor or anything else i mean you got to draw everything it's in there it's in the cradle right so um a gasoline engine i should say because there's a difference engine i I got yelled out for this once this was a big thing a guy got got, and i'm I'm gonna go off sideways Mm -hmm. here but a guy called in one time was like stop calling gasoline and diesel motor motors and well i was like okay but that term's kind of used across the board for both things, it really is. Um, and it, what about Motor Magazine? What about Motor? They've been a long, and- wrong, yeah, wrong, wrong, long time before uh, you know, we had electric cars, but anyway, let me get back to this. So, we all know what that, you were talking about though, that, correct? Exactly. So, uh, it yeah, we're electric motor and motor is usually something electric, engine is something that's a combustion fuel, uh, thing, but so anyway. But the one thing I did notice about when we're doing electric cars and, and 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 when we started doing those is when you replace a motor in one of those, it's no there's no oily mess anywhere. No, Every- <laughs> everything's dry. Well, it got,
4: it the only worry. thing
2: you got to be very careful about is you can get killed by the if you if you're danger if you don't disconnect everything properly and you get yourself well, shocked
4: yeah but i learned a long time ago like on the Honda, as long as you power it down and then you wait the 15 minutes and you recheck your capacitors and let them bleed out you're yep. fine
2: you're fine exactly i agree with you 100 percent. i'm so, just saying that if you do if you don't know what you're doing you could hurt yourself
4: oh uh, yeah it's it is very high voltage so it's not a good idea to go out there and start putting your fingers yeah, in there Yeah, and
2: unlike a normal car it, you, it will kill you if you uh cross it up wrong
4: yeah, well, yeah, I, even a normal car can kill you though <laughs> if you cross it up wrong. Well,
2: if you let it drive over you or something. But anyway, regardless, my point is so yes, we do replace those. And you're right. And that was a Volt, right? Bolt, a bolt. It was a bolt. Be, yeah, because the Volt's the bigger one. Oh, that's right. Okay, so and, that's a little one. Okay,
4: we the doing. Bolt is complete electric. The the Volt is actually a gas. It's a hybrid. Well, yeah, but it, I think the Bolt is actually more of a generator driving electric wheels. It's not. You get what I'm saying? It's not like an electric. I don't think it's electric, because in the, I haven't, the I got The
2: is all electric. There's no. The Volt? The Bolt.
4: Yes, but the Volt's not.
2: That's a hybrid.
4: Yes, but yeah. I don't think they actually use the engine to the wheels like that. They use the engine in that one to run electric motors to run the wheels. I could I be wrong. Know. I could I be wrong on that, idea. but. I don't know. Because the reason, the only reason I say that There's is. There's so I remember, many different
2: platforms out there now. I know that.
4: that. When that one first came out, though, I remember they had a problem. The engine never fired up in them. They were having a problem with people because they would plug them in at night, and then they would drive the car, you know, during the day. But the gasoline in the little like three gallon tank never fired up. Because... Ah, I see. So that's why I think that one's a little bit different
2: than Turn to gel. Yes, turn to Joe all right, folks, one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Kevin did make one direct comment that is hundred percent correct. You will never need to do a fuel induction service on an electric vehicle. There is no question in my mind about that, Kevin, and you can and there's nobody that could call and say you're wrong about that <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure well you could find op- it. you could open the trunk and throw the chemicals in there, yeah. you know, but I don't think it's going to do any good for the car. All right, folks, I do want to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido. AAA approved and Star certified for smog. I'll tell you what, coming up on 20 years uh, here in this coming August. So just cranking right along. Along with uh, West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission at 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon AAA approved and smog certified. Uh, taking care of folks out there in East County uh, for coming up on uh, nine years, or we've hit nine years already, actually. So uh, Time uh, flies when you're having yeah, fun. Yeah, taking care of folks out in East County for like nine years. And West Kearney Mace Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, uh, AAA approved and smog certified. Taking care of folks uh, um, in Central San Diego right there for coming up on five years now. So you're getting old, Kevin. Along with, <laughs> the, uh, along with West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, right here in the Golden Triangle, 5726 Miramar Road in Eastgate Mall, AAA approved and star certified for smog. Taking care of folks uh, over here for uh, three years now. So cranking them right along. Uh, all of us, the West Automotive Group, me, myself, and my employees, um, all come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason. We believe in the same philosophy, and that is we never put money ahead of people. Very important to us. Stop in to have your vehicle serviced or repaired and find out what quality automotive service and repair is all about for sure. Uh, the West Automotive Group is also proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs. We do so, but you can apply for a West Automotive Group card and uh, have that bad boy in your pocket and use it anytime for the six months no interest. Uh, and you can use it over and over again. Saves your other credit cards and also gives you six months to pay for any uh, needed repairs and service. What kind of deal is that? That's an amazing deal. That's what kind. Uh, you can also uh, hop online, get an appointment or call in and take advantage of our certified care transmission diagnosis, along with our free shuttle rides to or from work or home and low cost rental vehicles at all four locations. Do you think you have a problem? You need your vehicle diagnosed. Get online. Westautomotivegroup.com. Make an appointment. Get it in. Let's get it diagnosed uh, by the experts. The best money ever spent is spent on. Uh a proper diagnosis by a qualified technician because it will save you so much money in the long run. You don't know how many vehicles we see come in that we end up diagnosing that have been other places and parts been thrown at them and everything else. Tons of money wasted. The problem's not cured. You're unhappy. We're unhappy because we feel bad for you. So get the vehicle into us and let us get it diagnosed properly without question. Um, from the West automotive group, you can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and uh, get little tips all throughout the week. So that's westautomotivegroup.com. Make all your appointments, check us out, and also uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, You can also click on the Auto Man segments. We're on the Auto Man, as stated, we were talking earlier, uh, CW and Fox 5, uh, CW on Fridays, uh, morning news and evening news, and uh, Fox 5 uh, uh, midday news on Wednesdays. So uh, um, you can check that out. And they're all posted there afterwards uh, on our uh, YouTube channel. That's the Auto Man, and you can just click on it from uh, from westautomotivegroup.com. Same thing with uh, Auto Talk Radio. All our podcasts are posted there. Um, and you can also uh, pick all those podcasts up at uh, any place on the go from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio.com, and tune in. Just uh, go to uh, AM, San Di- AM 1170 San Diego, and from there, the Auto Man, our Auto Talk Radio, and you have them all. They're right there for you anyway. All good. Uh, but this morning, give us a call, one 344 1170 That's 888-344-1170. And if you ever have any questions any other time and we're not on the air, you can always email me at autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com or jump on uh, um, westautomotivegroup.com and grab a phone number to the one of the locations give us a shout. E- anyway, we can, we would love to help you out. So once again, that's westautomotivegroup.com. So we're talking about fuel induction services, right? Yes. Okie dokie. Why do we do these? Do they help your car? Yes. It is very helpful, actually. Increasing fuel. What's a fuel induction service do?
4: It it removes all the carbon off the... Basically, the easiest way to put it is... It removes all the carbon off the valves. I mean, it removes carbon from (laughs) other places, too. But the valves is the most important place.
2: Especially the intake valve, yeah.
4: Or in, like, the top of the piston. Because right there is your combustion chamber. Uh, The carbon on the valves can actually be absorbing fuel as it's being shot out of the injectors which is not a good idea it can also make it bounce off the valve weird i mean
2: it can because predetonation also if it you get enough carbon and then it starts to glow on yes. the process of intake valve, and before the fuel actually makes it into the combustion chamber, it, it's ignited by that carbon, and that's what causes predetonation and also uh, uh, um, lack of, uh, uh, Working of like quality a cold running. Plug. Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> yes. It's kind of what happens. There's no and question then about too it. Too
4: much carbon on top of the pistons can raise your combustion or, you know, every th- combustion chamber. So now we have higher com- compression or, ratio. Compression. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't think of the word. <laughs>
2: com- yeah, compression ratio.
4: But yeah. all that stuff right there, I mean, it, it helps. It helps the car. I mean, especially in a, if you've ever seen a video of a car running like 12,000 RPMs and the valves are pretty much floating at that point. I mean, Critical things like that work in a you know. Yeah, what I'm saying?
2: you your street driving car, you should never have it try to hit twelve thousand no. RPMs. No. The, besides valves floating, things might come flying out. Yes. Let's be <laughs> honest with each other, okay? It's probably a terrible idea to, mm-hmm. to do that. Uh um yeah. Yeah. Most of <laughs> my, yeah, most of you want to keep it below six thousand RPMs, I'm gonna be honest <laughs> with you. But I'm it. just
4: saying there's a lot going on in your engine in that little uh that one stroke.
2: You know, there is a lot going on and this is one service that you do on a vehicle not only do we remove all, all the carbon but uh, uh there's a couple other things that go along with it and we're going to get into that more deeply well, um but it will increase your fuel mileage the engine runs better you can feel it actually by sitting in the vehicle when it's running and idling it'll it makes actually a big help different. clean the cat up too it will it, you're right it removes carbon off the substrate of the cat which uh, uh can extend the life of the catalytic converter this one service once a year does amazing stuff amazing um, yes i for what it is and, and we only recommend one and that's bg who we use um as far as that chemicals um which are only available to perfect and there the reason why you need an atomite you need all these things that go along with it to actually do this induction service properly uh, but it it does remove excess carbon and will help your vehicle all right folks we're going to take our last break real quick give us a call one 344 1170 that's 888 888- you're listening to auto talk radio on the answer san diego 1170 and 96.1 fm we'll be right back after these messages Keep your calls coming in. 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. So we're talking about anything automotive. We don't care. As long as it's automotive related, that's our favorite thing to do. Um, Real quickly, I do want to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is also brought to you by Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. Interstate Batteries are the highest quality batteries out there. There is no question in our mind. And they are the number one technician recommended battery worldwide. If you need a battery for your one of your vehicles, jump on westautomotivegroup.com, make an appointment, get in, we'll get you an interstate battery installed without question. We do not stock nor sell anything else at, uh, when it comes to vehicle-related batteries at uh, the West Automotive Group. So interstate batteries, a battery for every need. Um, if you need a battery for any other need that's not automotive-related, you can check them out at their storefronts at 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar or in La Mesa at 70th and University, Interstate Batteries of San Diego. They're just amazing and uh one actually interstate batteries of san diego um um i've known these guys for quite a long time they've been doing stuff obviously with the radio so they're just amazing people also so not only not only is it a great product it's everybody that works there are great people. so r- really like that stuff all good all right real quick uh one we are gonna grab frank and chula vista good morning frank
6: good morning, and and happy new year since I haven't called you guys since last
2: year. Yeah, where you been? On the road?
6: (laughs) Well, I was on the road, you betcha. I went back to Iowa with that little electric Kia, that's why I was so happy. (laughs) 51 miles a gallon with that that little Kia, you guys take care of me.
3: Gotcha, gotcha. uh,
6: But I'm awfully sad because when I got back, we loaded up the camper and, and went up to Washington State see my daughter up there and we had the diesel (laughs) and needless to say we had a little heart attack paying anywhere four four dollars a gallon until we got back to california where we were paying over five
2: (laughs) yeah i don't what's what is diesel at right now a gallon
6: oh god i don't know know i think it's up around
2: six bucks a gallon
6: Oh, it's closer to seven. I it, think. Is it now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because usually it
2: trends uh, about a buck more per gallon than than fuel rate, or gasoline. I should say.
6: You know, when I first started driving diesels, uh, they, they were so cheap. It was what was it, uh, twenty nine cents or thirty cents Oh per yeah. <laughs> I used to go to Mexico because I refused to pay that price, and I'd, I'd fill <laughs> up down there. They <laughs> pay sixteen cents a gallon.
4: That's <laughs> when get. That's I when diesel. That's when diesel used to be a lot cheaper than gasoline, too. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
6: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Hi, Kevin. Hey, last week you guys were talking about that France oil cleaner. You, Kevin, you remember when you looked at mine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty impressive, wasn't it?
2: <laughs> yes. Oh, you, you you know know <laughs> he's got a fritz uh, We're back talking about that oil filter thing, <laughs> aren't we? <laughs> yeah.
6: well, that, I, I was... I, I went into my office and I, and I pulled out the little container and I was going to send it to you so you can see. they <laughs> you, uh, you, you send the oil sample back to Indiana and they check it out and, and tell you what, you're, what it's like.
2: But does that At company first, still exist?
6: Oh, hey, yes. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, it oh, bought over by some big corporation. Oh, wow. Uh, they um, The oil filter thing, what they do is they ask you to send the oil that you're using, a new one, a uh-huh. sample, and then, then the one that you've got uh, so many miles on it. Gotcha. And they compare them, and and when I did that, I couldn't believe it. I was telling Kevin about. It. I was just, the old oil came back dirtier than the new than the, the old oil came back cleaner than the new stuff that I poured in because he had to send two samples. Huh? And I couldn't, I could not believe that, you know. But
2: uh,
7: well,
6: anyway, so much for that. I got a question, guys. I, sure. The guy across the street's got a boat. Well. He went from boat from, from uh, diesel to uh, gasoline, mm-hmm. and he's got fifty gallons of diesel sitting in the back from when he used to uh, uh, take long trips, you know, on his with his boat. Yeah, you, know, you don't want to run out of fuel out in the ocean. So, but it's been sitting there a year, and he says, "Well, you can have it." I go, "Well, I don't know if I want to put it in my car <laughs> in my truck," you know. The, uh, uh,
4: the, the thing is, I diesel. Would- I don't know if diesel is like gasoline where it. Because I know what the the, the the gasoline with the additives in it, because there's so much uh, alcohol in it, that's what disturbs all, like, the... Yeah, it, it breaks so down. I don't know yeah. if diesel is like that or not. I, I, that's the thing. I can't say yes or no. But did you say it's only a year old?
6: Oh, it's been sitting out there for a year. I mean, in fact, they were going to do a big trip for the... Went down to uh, uh, Mexico and back. Uh-huh. And, and it's a sailboat, but, you know, they have backup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Uh, and so they they have it in the shed the back of the house I take care of the house for them well, I, was say, I don't I don't think a year's that head.
4: bad but i i' i i I couldn't I mean who knows you don't know how long it's been sitting there neither is the problem
6: yeah yeah that's kind of crazy I know I, I always add an additive to mine every time I fill it up and that's what's scary about it I'm down to about a, a quarter tank and I'm going do I fill it or do I not fill it because I bet you since I got back from Washington, I haven't put 10 miles on that truck, except for when I was talking to you guys, and you told me I should drive it once a week. <laughs> so I yeah. go around the
4: block. <laughs> and I understand what you're saying, because if you let it sit out there too long, then the gasoline goes bad, and it's just sitting there.
6: Yeah, so, well, this is this is the diesel, so I wasn't sure about that either, you know? Well,
4: so. the thing is, is, like, the petroleum, because the petro- like when fuel was real fuel, it didn't go bad, mm-hmm. because that stuff... But I did notice, like, two-stroke stuff, like, you dump, you know, like, two-stroke, because it's got oil added into it. I can mm-hmm. leave that in my dirt bikes. I mean, yeah, it's a little smokier, but it doesn't really seem to go bad. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's sitting in a like my nineteen seventy three Pontiac. You know. Uh huh. So, I, it, yeah, the, the, the additives do help it sitting, and it will help it keep it stabilized. That's the best thing to do. But if it's sitting there for a year, I, I then the diesel. And I'm not really sure. I don't want to tell you to put it in. I, I, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't. I don't want you to get in trouble with that.
2: Well, it yeah. in the old days, diesel used to have a lot more sulfur in it, so. Just like gasoline, it it, uh, um, it breaks. So now it doesn't. So it does break down over time. Uh, I don't... I was trying to look to see because, you know, with gasoline, I kind of have a timeline on it. I don't really have a, a, a time. Diesel seems to last longer than gasoline. Um, but how long is a good question. So... I'm not really yeah. sure. As far I guess as it, you
4: could try little bits at a time, a couple gallons at a time.
2: <laughs> uh, I guess if it's, uh, depending on the type of diesel fuel uh, you buy, which is, that's probably diesel, type 2 diesel, I presume. It's not marine diesel, is it?
4: You know, it probably is. Then again, is. see, there's something to it. It may not be street legal. Because I don't know how they...
2: Well, they'll never figure that out, though. <laughs> oh, well, I know. I just, I I'm that. just saying... <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're not, you know, they only figure, yeah, if somebody catches you someplace like putting farm diesel in, then it's a different thing. Red dye. Yeah. Uh, but supposedly, uh, if it turns to a brown, dark brown color, then it's, uh, it's, if it's begun to darken, then it's starting to break down. That's how they tell. Um, on diesel, uh-huh. uh, it, um, when you can see that the consistency has also started to thicken, this is more often than not means that it's gone bad. So, I mean, you could take a, a <laughs> sample of it, yeah. So, well, there you go.
4: If you pour it out, then it, it comes out like maple syrup. Blup, blup. <laughs> <laughs>
7: yeah, right.
4: <laughs> it's starting to turn.
2: Here you go. This. Oh, so for gasoline, E10 is ninety days. Diesel fuel two. <laughs> Degrades twenty six percent in the first twenty eight days, and maybe up to ninety five percent if it has water in it. So fuel storage life is way down. So, uh, yeah, I wouldn't use that diesel fuel.
6: Yeah, you know when uh, years ago when I used to work for a living, I was an engineer for the uh, the hospital, uh-huh. and then I took care of the, of uh, Oklahoma Hospital when they before the after they closed down, and we had a five hundred gallon. Uh, tank in the back there. Yeah. And their generator with
2: what would they do now, with that? Because those are diesel generators.
6: <clears throat> exactly. You know, and, uh, you know, I wasn't, it wasn't active when I was out there, so I don't know what they did, but I know when it was all over with, they had to call in the hazmat people to haul everything away. And yep. so I think they just, they just dumped it, you know, but, uh, I, uh-huh. I just wonder, cause because they have to keep that on, on hand, you know, for emergencies, you know, for, for blackouts.
2: Yeah. And what, what I think they do with some of those big generators is they, um, they, they circulate that, that diesel fuel through filters regularly. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think that's what they, there's a system on there, but I don't know for sure. And that's a great question because that diesel that they hold for those sits for a long time, right? I mean, <laughs> they're not changing it out monthly. So how do they hmm. keep it from breaking down? Which is a great question. I don't have an yeah. answer for that one.
6: On my uh, my first truck, my '95 diesel I had a uh, I had an extra filter that I stuck on it because I remember when when we had that first uh, uh, spike in gas and 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 diesel it went up to five fifteen a gallon. Uh-huh. Well, I found a place in in Nashville City there at an Arco. I said, "Oh, look at this! It's only five So, <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was probably dirty, it up- wasn't it?
6: it, it was dirty i had to take the truck in have lower the, the tank clean it out <laughs> put it back
7: in again that's that's I gonna...
2: see those people were smart they had a bunch of bad diesel and they said well if we just put it at five dollars a gallon people will haul it away in their cars for us they'll come get it
6: <laughs> yeah but I, I had that filter in fact i've got a bunch of the filters left you know to change it out but when they stole the filter uh, the uh, the car the mechanism that it fit in, you know, and then I'm able to find it. It's, it goes on, um, they use it on boats. Gotcha. It it took it down to one, one micron, you know? Oh, there you go. It was great. Never had a problem. And I thought if I had that filter, I could put that in, but my, uh, engine compartment underneath it, I don't have any room to put it in like I did the last one, you know?
2: Right. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. If
6: I I got one, I could have you guys put it in. Yeah, (laughs) there you
2: go. There you go anytime i don't want
6: to take your whole day guys i, I just really wanted to say it. it oh i got i got i got something i wrote down i wanted to save to uh to brandon uh let's go brandon <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna leave that alone <laughs> hey, hey, you guys you guys take care you guys and uh i accidentally uh punched you up on on youtube and ended up watching it for four hours you know <laughs> uh, well good
2: i hope you learned a lot
6: you know what you've already taught me everything I need to know but I enjoy listening to you guys every week and and it's such a pleasure keep up the good work guys
2: thanks for tuning in Frank good to hear from you you be safe out there
6: like I said happy new year oh yeah go Aztecs
2: go Aztecs there you go
4: (laughs) (laughs) right on take care my friend all right bye bye bye
2: bye so good stuff
4: well I'm glad he's rooting for the Aztecs too Uh, yeah absolutely huh (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. We got to root for somebody here.
2: You do (laughs) have to root for somebody. (laughs) it's got to root for somebody. All right, folks, as we're talking about everything automotive, yeah. So diesel fuel, yeah. I, I, I'm curious though about those big generators. They must have some serious filtering systems on them to clean up the diesel
4: well I'm sure they regularly.
2: Do. I mean cuz or you have to move that. So you can't let it just sit. So yeah, I presume yeah. they have to circulate it somehow and filter it regularly. That's what I would imagine. I don't know.
4: It's getting crazy with the way they do things and the yeah. And cuz the fuel don't last like it used to. So sitting nope. in a tank somewhere. Nope. it's nope. not good nope. for it.
2: Nope. 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 Yep. So all good. So as we said, cleaning your fuel intake system, you know, we might get I'm going to grab Mike here in just a second, but uh He's waiting and waiting, but uh cleaning the throttle body, cleaning that, removing all the carbon through the intake system itself off the valves and all that really does help your vehicle uh better fuel mileage, better running, like you said, could save the life of the catalytic converter can help reduce the carbon buildup on it and the substrate and precious chemicals. so there's all kinds of things for sure. uh let's real quick grab Mike in uh, good morning, Mike. oh guys? hey, what's good happening? Morning.
7: Hey, I had a quick question for a uh, 08 Grand Caravan picked up at the uh, auction the other day the boss did and uh, had a CO see what was on a C2022 a uh, communication or VIN mismatch on the EBCM. Apparently someone put a brake module on there and didn't sync it,
4: Dang. I guess. Or didn't flash it or put the new software in it or something? Right, I guess,
7: yeah. Like I said, we just bought it from the junkyard or from the uh, Goodwill. So I think someone probably, because you see the mark from the junkyard <laughs> on the module itself. Well, what so they did was put that on.
2: somebody yeah. just plugged that in and didn't change the VIN on it, on that component. Oh, okay. And some of those components, once the VIN's put in, you can't change it. Yeah,
4: you're stuck in there. <laughs> yeah, so
2: you might end up uh, having right. to buy 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 a, uh, a remand one from a... Uh, the deal uh, yeah. or whatever and then the modules on them are clear and you can actually uh program them so
7: well let me you, ask you this Ned: can you with the one that's on there now can i re attach that uh then to that what i don't know I snap on? some of those modules you
2: can go into and change the vin on it some of them okay. you can't it just depends and the years vary and all days. that so there's a lot of di- yeah so you will need what's called a uh What what do you what what do we have to call Chrysler and get every time we do one of those? uh, Oh, the VIN thing. Yeah, they do that. The VIN pin or whatever it is. So you will actually, yeah. In which, since you didn't buy a part from them, unless you have a good relationship with a parts department, you they may not give you the code. So because each one of those requires uh, with a a specific code that you go in and put in to access it, and then you can change the VIN on stuff.
4: If not, just have okay. But they have
7: mobile programmers. Go okay ahead. i was gonna say do you have just i mean can you it with a snap on modus or
2: if you have I mean, the F- code it, space, yeah factory. yeah okay. a lot of times okay. you can if you have the code but it just depends on that i don't know on that one if you can uh do so or not and now, it, it, it varies from year year to year
7: gotcha would they know by vin if they could or not or
2: yeah yes yeah
7: okay, okay. cool cool Okay. Yeah, I'll check with uh, Performance Chrysler Centerville then see what's going on. Yeah, give them a call. They
2: the parts department, if you yeah. deal with them a lot, he could probably yeah. tell you if that usually those modules, they can tell you if they're reprogrammable again or not, if you can change the van oh, on yeah. them. So yeah, for sure. Okay. Cool, cool. I'll do it. All right, hey, my appreciate friend. appreciate you guys. You got it. Take Have a good day. Show. Take care, Mike. You bye too. Bye, man. Take but, care. Bye. bye. So, another great question for sure. All right, let's uh, let's uh, grab Alan in uh, Chula Vista. Good morning, Alan. Morning, guys. How you doing, my friend? I'm uh, doing
8: good. This it's really interesting conversation this morning. Um, hey, I'm with the Railroad Museum in Campo. Uh huh. I'm not real knowledgeable about locomotive maintenance, but I get in a little bit on it. Um, they um, those di- those diesel locomotives. Uh, they're diesel electric, by the way, and. uh they They have uh, rather large tanks on a couple hundred gallons or something like that, mm-hmm. and those locomotives are sitting during the week and then just running on weekends and so you, you accumulate a long time when the diesel or the diesel fuel is just sitting in the tank and it forms an algae uh, algae uh, problem it's just it just goes along with diesel fuel and uh, I think they've tried uh, what they call an algicide which is supposed to prevent it but it's still it's still not effective and it probably take quite a bit of a rel- for a large tank of fuel like that.
2: So it's that's like a fuel stabilizer then for diesel.
8: Right, of, yeah. right. So the algae just comes with the petroleum and it is, if it's refined down to diesel, the algae is still there. So anyway, they've got a, a a pump rig that they can hook up to the tank and it circulates the fuel and that pumps it back into the tank and runs it through filters.
2: Oh, that's what that's what I was saying. I bet they had some kind of fi- uh, automatic filtering system that continually filters that stuff to keep it clean.
8: Yeah, and it's not it's not practical for the average guy to do, you know, the pump sitting, you know, in the driveway just pumping fuel. Um so anyway, that's that's the latest I've gone on it. But um, one source uh for that would be I think they get their fuel from SoCal Petroleum down in National City. Mm-hmm. I've seen their trucks out there where they, they bring a truckload of fuel out and pump it into their tanks. Uh, might be good to check with them, and I might even do it myself just for information and, and find out what, uh, you know, what the source recommends for, uh, for treating diesel fuel for the
2: average guy. Yeah. I was just, uh, I, so and one of the big things you got to be careful with, with diesel fuel and especially for like those backup generator stuff is that wa- if water gets in it, it destroys it quickly. Right. Um, right. So yeah, there, there and and I guess you can store there. Like you said, there are additives, um, a good, a good listener, um, um, that, uh, uh his name's Steve, uh, he, Sends me stuff all the time, and he just shot over, uh, which uh, has to do with storing diesel fuel and and that, and and it, and they say you know pumping it, and they through filters, and they also add some stuff to it to keep the bio. Um, microorganisms down there. So there's quite a few things, obviously they go through. So And and what got me thinking of this is when he mentioned the hospital and long-term uh, diesel storage, yeah, because they have humongous tanks because they have to have backup generators and they got to be reliable and they have to come on if we lose power because we have people on life support in hospitals and all those things, right? So um, you definitely want to make sure that fuel stays in good order and those things work when they need to.
8: Right, yeah, that guy that called in before I did is uh, Frank.
2: Yes, Frank. Yes. Yeah. Yep.
8: Yep. Anyway, I wanted to ask you, I did hear you mention something about uh, degradation on regular gasoline. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But that was was like time period degradation. Is there any rule of thumb for, like, if you have a vehicle that isn't driven regularly, um, you know, fuel sitting in there, there, um, um, is, is it a good idea to pump it out? and then get rid of it and put new fuel in or how does that
2: handle? Well, if it's been over that time period and you didn't put any fuel stabilizer in it. Yes, for sure. Because it's just bad. It goes bad. 28 days for gasoline is like, um, the tops, especially here in California. Uh, if it sits a lot, you know, now, you know, what I want to be clear about this. If you're always adding new fuel to it, like, you know, so it's not, you know, then you're fine over a period of time. But if, it just sits, and it's 28 days. Um, from there, it starts to break down. I would not pump fuel out of 28 days, but you're you're starting to break down at that period, and especially, like Kevin said, with all the alcohol and everything else they put in it, it turns to junk quick.
8: Is there any, any way you get rid of old fuel? Um, the city of Chula Vista... It's real good about taking motor oil, but I just wonder about fuel. Is there anybody that takes old fuel and
2: we put it, with it? We put it in a special fifty-five gallon drum, and when we get a full one, they take it fifty-five gallons of it for us. But they charge per gallon, and it's expensive. Oh wow! Okay, so I
8: have to check with the city. And How you about-
2: cannot add it in. Do not add it in with uh, uh, um, um, waste uh, uh, oil. That's a terrible oil idea, oil. and they won't right. take it usually.
8: Right, right. Well, what about diesel fuel? Uh, is it the same problem where you, do you uh, have to find a way to get
2: rid of it? More petroleum-based, but yes, we you have to do the same. We add it with the gasoline is what we do. So wasted fuel all goes in one tank together.
8: Who actually takes it?
2: Uh, Asbury, World Oil. There's several people that pick up hazardous waste. They're the ones that take it. Wow. Okay. And you got to pay to get rid of it, though. It's not cheap. Yeah,
4: they don't take it for free anymore.
2: So, like, if you bring your car in and it's a gasoline car and you filled it with diesel and we have to pump all that out and get rid of it, you you pay a, a hefty fee to do so, unfortunately. Wow. So, one of those if, things. If
8: you have a car that's been sitting for a while, um, even though the engine runs on, is it going to damage the engine by using old gasoline?
2: It can't, well, not the engine specifically, but sometimes the fuel injection system for sure. So, hey, Alan, we got to run. He's screaming at me. You got one minute, one minute. (laughs) So, hey, thanks for calling and thanks for listening. As always, have a safe, wonderful weekend, my friend. Talk to you later. Take care. Bye. So, great questions, Uh, Frank, Alan, everybody, Steve, email me. Good stuff. Everybody, thanks for joining us here this morning, as always. Uh, We appreciate you. Keep keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up. Everybody in San Diego and every place else, stay warm if you're not in San Diego. It looks like it's going to be a beautiful weekend, folks. Probably not good for swimming yet, but, you know, still going to be a beautiful weekend. Get out there and do it. This has been Auto Talk Radio on The Answer, San Diego, 1170 AM and 96.1 FM. Catch you next Saturday.
1: Bye. answers to all your automotive questions tune in every week at this same time for auto talk with brian bowersock to learn more about brian become a guest or sponsor of the show or if you have additional questions visit the west that's the west and click on auto talk radio join us again next week for more auto talk